Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project as we continue our trip to the Epiphany. And this is for January 2nd. And we're looking at some thoughts from guys that lived a long time ago, <clears throat> some scripture, and just meditating on the incredible events that happened well over 2,000 years ago when the creator of the universe became a human being was born into this world that he created. So Thomas Watson puts it this way. The love of Christ in the incarnation was great, for herein he did set a pattern without a parallel in clothing himself with our flesh, which is but walking ashes. He has sewed, as it were, sackcloth to cloth of gold, the humanity to the deity. It is a sacred depth, how it transcends reason and even puzzles faith. We know, but in part, we see this only in a glass darkly. But in heaven, our knowledge shall be cleared up. We shall fully understand his divine, this divine riddle. That's a good word from Thomas Watson. And First Peter 1 Verses 10 through 12 say this, Concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the suffering, the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. It was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves but you in the things that have now been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, thing, from heaven, things into which angels long to look. And so, <clears throat> even once Christ had come and suffered for our sins and died and was resurrected and, and then resurrected into heaven, even still, there is a great pondering of this. How could this be? This is too good to be true. And so as we continue on with our life here on earth, in this flesh that is fighting us, we must put on the full armor of God. We must be men and women who pray. And we must keep our eyes on Christ. He's our only hope. We cannot hope in, in any of, anything of this world or any combinations of things in this world. And so I urge you to keep pressing on with all that God has for you and the hope that he has for us. Um, well, Matthew 22, Jesus said this in verses 37 through 40. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. A second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law of the prophets. And so we, we want to keep pressing on, loving our neighbors, worshiping God in spirit and in truth, being part of that community of like-minded saints that worship God in spirit and in truth, and, and together with them, filled with the Spirit, making the world we live in better, not by stuff, but by how we love 
one another. And so I want to continue to encourage us in that. The catechism today is this. This is the question, in what consists Christ's exaltation? And the answer is Christ's exaltation consists in his rising again from the dead on the third day, in ascending up into heaven, and seating at, sitting at the right hand of God the Father, and in coming to judge the world at the last day. And so we have a lot to look forward to. We know that God is faithful. And so we can we can look to Him and know that that is going to happen. If you're doing the scripture reading today, scripture reading is Hebrews 1. To be encouraged as you read Hebrews 1. And let me close us with this thought from Numbers, this benediction from Numbers today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you. God bless. Talk to you soon.